I have a guest this morning who's going to be swimming in Long Island Sound this Saturday, July the 29th. It's Caitlin Bolster, who is Regional Director of Professional Practice with Hartford HealthCare's East Region. That means Wyndham Hospital. That means Bacchus. The event is the 36th annual Swim Across the Sound, and it supports cancer patients across Connecticut. Caitlin, thank you for joining me for this morning. What is Swim Across the Sound all about? Swim Across the Sound is a Hartford HealthCare-sponsored event that focuses on raising money for individuals battling cancer. Each of the teams gets to pick their own local organizations that they want to bring that money back to, and it goes directly to patients and their families so that it can help improve their care and their lives as they're going through this rough battle with cancer. And you've done that yourself. We'll talk about that in a few seconds here. But the event actually goes 15 and a half miles across Long Island Sound from Bridgeport to Long Island. You don't swim 15 and a half miles in Long Island Sound, do you? There are several people who are participating solo, but I am actually part of a five-person team. So we get to take turns, each person jumping in the water to tag out the swimmer ahead of them so that we can take turns making it our way the 15.5 miles across. What's it like swimming in Long Island Sound? I mean, I've swum in some of our local lakes and pools and things like that, but I got to think that the water is a little choppier and might make it tough to swim in. I think it will. Uh, This will actually be my first time in the Sound. We've been training uh, down by Rocky Neck, so getting some open water practice as a team there. And the waves definitely throw you off a little bit. You have a little more of the current and the tides pushing you. But I was just checking the weather last night, and it looks like the current will be with us. So fingers crossed we have some good tides pushing us the right direction. (laughs) So specifically, how do you prepare for this? What are some of the things you've done at those practices at Rocky Neck? The biggest thing is just getting comfortable as a team and making sure that we're all comfortable and communicating well so that we are able to read each other and know when someone needs a break and also just making sure that we can keep going for at least the 15 minutes that each relay person needs to be in the water on their leg. So we uh, have been training for up to 30 minutes straight at a time and doing about a mile straight each of our team practices and everybody's been swimming individually as well. All right, let me do the math here. Does that mean if you're going to be doing a three-mile leg, it will take you 90 minutes in the water? (laughs) No, not quite. So each relay member takes 15 to 30 minutes on their leg, and you can do as many miles as you can in that time frame. I don't think I'll quite hit a mile in my time frame, (laughs) but then I get to hop out, my teammate will jump in, and then we keep rotating on that basis. Are all the 200 swimmers doing this in relays or are some of those swimmers going 15 and a half miles swimming across the sound? There are some individual swimmers that will be doing the whole 15.5 miles solo and will be continuously swimming for probably about seven hours. When you have relay races in track and field, they pass a baton. When you get to your limit, how far you're going to swim in Long Island Sound, At what point does the next person take over, and how is that transition made? Do you actually pass a baton? You don't actually pass a baton. It's all about your positioning in the water. So actually our team was just practicing how we're going to signal to the other members when we're ready for someone to tap us out. And then the next swimmer is going to jump in and surpass them in the water. And then it's as soon as you surpass the swimmer in the water that you have figuratively passed that baton. So, Caitlin, who else is on your relay team with the Hartford HealthCare, Wyndham, and Bacchus group? 
Yes. So Dr. Suzelle Hench, who's one of our OBGYN doctors, uh, has kindly joined up with me. And then she brought along her son, Matthew Hench. And then we have two family friends that are Geraldo Kawakami, as well as Nico Featherston Menendez, that are both uh, helping participate and round out our team. And of course, the most important part is the fact that this does support cancer patients across Connecticut. How exactly does it do that? So we actually are working to raise money, so please feel free to look at our website and help us uh, help donate to our cause, because the money that we raise actually gets donated back into both Wyndham and Bacchus hospitals, directly to our cancer patient population in the area. Now the website I have here says swimacrossthesound.org. Is that the website you want them to go to? Yes, that is correct. And the money raised, specifically, what will it be earmarked for? So it goes directly into programs for the cancer patients. You hear so much about, oh, this money's going to cancer research, things like that. That's what's a little different about Swim Across the Sound is it goes directly to patients. Think of programs that help them get wigs at no cost as you're going through chemo. Think about um, comfort items for patients while they're in the hospital undergoing a chemo infusion. Those are the types of things that this money is actually getting dedicated to. How much has been raised so far, and can people still donate? Yes, you can absolutely still donate. And altogether, I think I saw that we passed our 250000 mark last night for the Swim Across the Sound event as a whole. And our Bacchus team has just surpassed our 5000 mark. And this event, of course, hits home to you as well. Talk about your journey with beating cancer. Yes. So I actually was um, diagnosed with pre-melanomas about four years ago and have gone through numerous biopsies and deep skin excisions for the last four years. I was very, very fortunate during that whole time to have great health care, a great support network, and just so much support from my family and friends as I was going through all of this. And it, it made me very grateful for every day that we get to have and knowing that I want to do more and help raise more awareness for our cancer patients and our community. And I actually just had my first round of not needing a single biopsy for the first time in four years. So I, I think we're finally in a good spot with me, and I can't think of a better time to celebrate by helping raise money for patients who are still very deep in the fight. Caitlin, I've had this experience. It turned out it was a false alarm, but can you relate to us what it was like when you first were told that you have cancer? Honestly, I was shocked. I I don't think I accepted it immediately. It didn't feel real. Um, And then I'm very much the type of person who you just put your head down and you just keep focusing and literally just keep swimming. And I kind of just put my head down and kept working through it and really leaned on my family and friends. I think the uh, second or third time when I started having more and more biopsies come back is concerning that that's where it really started to hit home, that this was going to be a long fight and this wasn't going to be an easy one-and-done situation. And I'm so grateful for my family and friends who helped support me during that time because It was a hard realization when I realized this was not going to be done in a short period of time, that this was going to be a long, drawn-out battle. I think we all know someone that we've lost to cancer, but I think, on the other hand, someone like you is a good example of cancer is not necessarily a death sentence. Caitlin, what can you tell people that might be diagnosed right now with cancer 
about the possibility that, especially with early diagnosis, someone like you can survive. Absolutely. I am so grateful for my provider that initially caught and helped me treat this because she frequently reminded me that as long as we are catching it early, we can keep doing something. So please, everyone, continue to get all of your different cancer screenings. We have made so many medical advances that help us treat cancer earlier so that cancer is not a death sentence necessarily anymore. We can do those interventions early as long as it's caught early. And I have to say, Hartford Healthcare has so many different community access pieces that help our patients get the care that they need and get those early diagnoses so we can help treat you sooner and faster so that you can get back to your life. Well said. The 36th annual Swim Across the Sound supports cancer patients across Connecticut. And you're going to be out there on the water this Saturday swimming in Long Island Sound, helping raise money for cancer and Connecticut cancer patients. I would like you to give me a little bit of a visual image from what you've heard anyway about how the swimmers will be protected by a fleet of 90 escort boats, perimeter boats, and 20 law enforcement, fire, rescue, and Coast Guard boats. So we have what they jokingly call our armada of boats surrounding us. So each team has a team boat, but then they have two additional boats, one in front and one flanking each side that make sure the swimmer in the water is well protected. They are also giving us, or excuse me, we can bring along our little tow floats that look like little bright neon bubbles that help mark where a swimmer is in the water so everyone can see that swimmer coming. And then um, they actually have perimeter boats that are circling around the armada to make sure that nobody is breaking in where the swimmers are actually in the water. Caitlin, can people actually watch this or the fact that it's on the water makes it kind of hard to have a rooting section? We actually have a media boat that's going to be trailing along as well and live live broadcasting the event. This year, Swim Across the Sound has gone statewide, bringing in swimmers from every corner of Connecticut, raising money for the Hartford Healthcare Cancer Institute and the Hospital of the Swimmer's Choice. And this event is recognized as one of America's top open water swims. Swimmers from all over the world have taken part in this annual marathon. And this year, not just swimmers from across Connecticut, but also as far away as Wisconsin, North Carolina, Florida, and even Mexico. And I like this one. At 15 and a half miles, the swim is one of the longest challenges on the World Open Water Swim Association Top 100 list. And by the way, the acronym for that is WOWSA, W-O-W-S-A, the World Open Water Swim Association. What do you do as far as diet before this? Do you do a carbo load like runners would before they run a marathon? Absolutely. Same mentality. And actually, Swim Across the Sound is hosting our swimmer's dinner tonight. So I'm hoping there will be some spaghetti involved to help carbo load for the event. And it's a team event where everyone's coming in. We're positively talking about the event and engaging with donors that have helped participate and just talking through safety features and making sure everyone is set up for success for the next uh, for Saturday on the water. I say this tongue-in-cheek because I think I know the answer, but there is a chance of rain on Saturday. Does this event, Swimming Across Long Island Sound, go on rain or shine? Rain, yes. I have seen that several years ago there was an event that did have to get canceled early due to thunderstorms. So they do keep an eye if there's lightning nearby, but as long as it is just rain, we plan to keep on swimming. And what time do you actually put your foot in the water? 
the first wave kicks off at about 8 a.m. And what time is the whole thing over? What time is everybody on Long Island? The goal is to be done within about nine hours. So uh, I think our team is hoping to be in a little bit earlier than that, but we will just keep swimming and trucking along. And I'm assuming you're not taking the Long Island Expressway to get back to Connecticut. Is that also where this fleet of 90 escort boats come in, that they'll give you the ride back to Bridgeport? There is actually a ferry boat that we'll be taking across. Ah, uh, yes. the uh, I think that's the ferry to Port Jefferson on Long Island. Caitlin Bolster, our guest this morning, Regional Director of Professional Practice within Hartford HealthCare's East Region. That includes Wyndham and Bacchus Hospitals. Caitlin, what does that title mean? So my role is actually overseeing the nursing education development for both our new hires, who whether they are new grads or experienced nurses coming in, as well as ongoing professional development and ongoing education for our staff within the facilities. What is the status right now of Hartford HealthCare in general and Wyndham and Bacchus Hospitals in particular as far as nurses and as far as nursing shortages we've heard so much about the last couple of years? Yes. So we have a robust nursing residency program within Hartford HealthCare that helps us get our local brand new nurses straight out of nursing school from a variety of local nursing schools so they can stay in their local communities and start working as nurses. So we have a great support network and some great collaborations with local facilities to help bring in nurses to help support the local community. From the education standpoint, I'm assuming that once someone graduates nursing school and goes into the nursing field as a profession, they need to be updated from time to time on new procedures, new information, new educational things. Is that where you come in to try to make sure that they're up to date with the current procedures? That is 100% where my team and I come in. I have a a robust team that actually engages with the staff in a variety of different specialties, whether it be oncology, surgical services, or critical care. And we work together to develop ongoing competencies and continuing education for our staff within the facilities. Caitlin has a lot of letters after her name, MSN, RN, CPAN, CAPA. I know what RN stands for. What about the rest of that stuff, Caitlin? So my MSN is a Master's of Science in Nursing, and mine was focused on nursing education. And then CPAN and CAPA are the double board certifications for peri-anesthesia nursing. My background was actually taking care of patients pre- and post-surgery, and that's what those specialties are. And what was it that inspired you to want to get into nursing in the first place? Actually, I come from a family of nurses. My grandmother was a nurse, and my aunts followed in her footsteps, and I am proud to be continuing it in this generation. And my younger cousin actually is in nursing school as well, so we're continuing it in the family tradition. Hats off to you and all of our local nurses. The 36th Annual Swim Across the Sound, supporting cancer patients across Connecticut, Hartford HealthCare brings this swim statewide now. It goes from Bridgeport over to Long Island this Saturday morning. And Caitlin will be one of those folks swimming, part of a relay from Hartford HealthCare. Caitlin, as we wrap things up, just explain again how people can find out more information about it and how to contribute money to raise money to support cancer patients across Connecticut. Yes. 
uh, please visit www.swimacrossthesound.org. You can donate to either the event as a whole or you can search for a specific team. My team is called Bacchus for a Cure, and that brings the funding right back to the local community in Norwich and Willimantic areas. So please feel free to visit the website and provide a donation if you can. Have you ever swum this distance before? Is this the longest one time you've ever swum from point to point? This will be my longest event so far. And how do you think you're going to sleep on Saturday night? I, I hope I sleep pretty well. Otherwise, maybe the boat will give me a good chance to nap in between my legs of the relay. <laughs> well, we certainly hope that the weather stays good, the thunder and lightning stays away for the time that you're on Long Island Sound for this great event. Caitlin, a pleasure to catch up with you, and good luck as you swim across at least part of the sound. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. The event is called Swim Across the Sound. That's Caitlin Bolster, Regional Director of Professional Practice within the Hartford Healthcare East Region, Wyndham and Bacchus Hospitals.